It's March 15th, 2021, and this is Market Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine, here again with Lila Ledesma for your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin's latest all-time high, NFTs, and more, courtesy of First Mover Newsletter. Today's episode is sponsored by Nexo.io, Casper, and the Sun Exchange. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin is losing altitude on Monday amid weak buying pressure from institutional investors. The crypto market leader fell as low as $54,790 Monday morning, having reached a record high of $61,556 on Saturday. That's according to Coindesk 20 data. Quote, the failure to establish a foothold above $60,000 in the decline is likely the result of the flat to negative Coinbase premium, a major bellwether for institutional demand, according to Kai Youngju, CEO of blockchain analytics firm CryptoQuant. CryptoQuant's Coinbase Premium Indicator measures the spread between Coinbase's BTC dollar pair and Binance's BTC Tether dollar pair. A positive spread implies increased demand from high net worth investors and institutions, as these entities prefer to trade via regulated exchanges with over-the-counter desks such as Coinbase. The premium was negative over the weekend when Bitcoin broke above $60,000 and remains marginally positive at press time, implying weak institutional demand. The spread has been significantly higher previously as prices surged above the major psychological levels of $20,000, $30,000, $40,000 and $50,000. Bitcoin has charted a six-fold rally over the past six months, mainly on the back of increased institutional participation. Quote, I think we'll see Bitcoin short-term bearish or going sideways until there's significant institutional spot inflows in Coinbase, Kai said. Quote, whale addresses holding a thousand or more Bitcoin have been selling. This does not mean the bull run is over, it just means that profit-taking is happening, according to market analyst Lark Davis. Bitcoin may suffer a deeper drawdown in the short run if the US bond yields continue to rise, destabilizing stock markets. Technical studies such as the weekly chart relative strength index, better known as the RSI, are also warning of a notable price pullback. However, the broader outlook remains bullish, with the likes of DigiNext CEO Richard Byworth predicting a rally to $175,000 by the end of the year. Bitcoin is currently trading at $57,176, while Ether is trading at $1,803, according to the Coindesk price index. And in related news, here are a few quick headlines we're tracking today. After the break, we'll be back with some perspective on the buzz around collectible NFTs. But first, here's what's hot. Bloomberg reports that President Joe Biden is planning the first major federal tax hike since 1993 to help pay for the long-term economic program designed as a follow-up to his pandemic relief bill, according to people familiar with the matter. Indian government officials are giving mixed signals over planned crypto legislation. As one official says the planned rules would completely ban cryptocurrency use, another stresses that is not the case. OSL, Hong Kong's first regulated crypto exchange, commences live trading. The launch of live trading comes after the exchange was granted Securities and Futures Commission licenses last August. China's economic activity soars, but jobless rate hits a ceiling set by Beijing. Chinese economic activity surged in the first two months of 2021 when compared with the same coronavirus-battered period last year. Though the picture was less rosy when weighed against growth momentum in the final months of 2020. Now robots are making digital art NFTs. A new collaboration sees Sophia the Robot put her interpretation on the NFT artworks. Stay tuned for After the Break. We'll be back with some perspective on NFTs and a piece authored by Coindesk Research Director Noelle Atchison. Looking for the best way to unlock your crypto's liquidity? Nexo.io is exactly what you need. Borrow against your digital assets at just 5.9% APR. Earn passive income with yields of up to 12% and swap between more than 75 market pairs with the instant Nexo exchange. Try the Nexo wallet app to get the whole 360 degrees of crypto banking. 
Get started at Nexo.io. Until now, blockchain technology has been a series of compromises. No layer one protocol exists in the market that supports everything enterprises, developers, and consumers need from decentralized applications. Meet Casper. Casper provides the blockchain ecosystem with a solution that makes no compromises around decentralization, security, or performance. Learn more at casper.network. With the Sun Exchange, you can easily earn Bitcoin and make a positive impact on the planet. Visit thesunexchange.com slash markets daily to buy solar cells and automatically lease them to power businesses in sunny emerging markets. You'll earn Bitcoin for 20 years from the clean energy you generate while offsetting your carbon footprint. Markets Daily listeners get a free solar cell with their first purchase at thesunexchange.com slash markets daily. One more time, that's thesunexchange.com slash markets daily. This piece comes courtesy of the Crypto Long and Short Newsletter, which has new editions out weekly on Sundays, written by Noel Acheson, who leads Coindesk's research department. With NFT talk flying at us from all corners, I was tempted to write about how, yes, there's a lot of hype, but the main message is the cultural shift supported by technology. And that is the case. Our lives are now digital, so it was inevitable our cultural spending would be too. And for younger generations, the concept of ownership is more about experience than possession. But while that is interesting and ties into what I've written about before regarding the massive impact the younger lens will have on our concept of investing, there is more going on here. So instead of a cultural generational take, I'm going to look beneath the froth to what this trend says about how markets are evolving, and it matters. It's not just the new markets springing up for digital artwork, video clips, music, tweets, and more. It's not just the new types of financial assets that can benefit from the NFT tailwinds such as tokenized securities and liquid insurance contracts. Those are all potentially transformative, but what I'm more intrigued by is the emergence of a market for something that hasn't been possible to value before, emotion. This could give rise to much more than a new market, as well as a new way of communicating and relating to peers. It could change entire business models, not just of culture, but of any service, and could solve some of the inequities and vulnerabilities of the current web stack. First, for a primer of what NFTs are, in brief, they're non-fungible blockchain-based tokens that can represent just about anything digital that has unique characteristics. CryptoKitties ignited mainstream interest in 2017 with collectible and breedable cats, and the concept developer Dapper Labs has recently been making headlines with the success of its NBA Top Shot packs and its recent $250 million raise at a $2 billion valuation. Just over the past seven days, we've seen athletes, fast food joints, and mainstream media join the expanding throng of NFT creators. And on Thursday, a digital masterpiece was sold by the 250-year-old auction house Christie's for over $69 million. Many have likened this level of froth to the ICO craze of 2017, which saw crowdsourced token sales hailed as the next revolution in capital markets. With projects raising millions on ideas that hadn't even made it onto the back of an envelope, who needs stock markets or bank loans? Although reminiscent of those hectic times, with the same aura of disbelief from some quarters and excitement from others, this froth is different. It isn't about blockchain, tokens, and functionalities we barely understand. It's about culture, and the mainstream market is paying even more attention on a relative basis than it did three years ago. Why? In part, because art, music, and sports are much easier to relate to than new technology crowdfunding. And in part, because blockchains and cryptocurrencies are not the totally foreign concepts they were back in 2017. Another way this trend is different from that of 2017 is what is being tokenized. And here, things get even more interesting. The range of assets is broad. But most attention so far is on digital art, video, and music. 
Now, why would anyone pay for something they can probably look at for free online? It's not that the original is better, there may be some resolution or feature difference, but probably not enough to justify significant prices. These are driven by the desire to own. Art has drawn from this well for centuries, but has not had a liquid marketplace on which to trade. And in the physical realm, often part of the appeal is being the only one to be able to enjoy a painting or a sculpture. With NFTs, pride of ownership is abstracted from exclusivity. And in an example, if I buy an NFT of one of my colleague Nick's tweets, I'm not the only one who can see it. My pixelated version is not noticeably better quality than the original. But I have quantified my pride in owning that, and have exchanged the relevant amount of currency to do so. And if one day Nick annoys me, this is a bad example as I can't imagine that ever happening, then in theory I have a liquid marketplace on which to exchange my pride of ownership for a probably different amount of currency. In theory, we're looking at price discovery for feelings. This could give rise to an entirely new business model for platforms and services that could impact how future markets work. But price discovery for what? Markets in their purest form offer price discovery by enabling a consensus value to emerge. Never before have we had the technology to be able to abstract intangible constructs and place them on a global marketplace. If NFTs in theory give us price discovery on feelings such as pride of ownership, we're but a step away from price discovery on feelings such as I enjoy using this service, or this platform has taught me a lot, or I appreciate being able to connect with my friends. This gives us a glimpse of a whole new way of valuing companies and a potential upending of the traditional ad-based business model of internet services that is the root of so many issues around privacy, incentives, manipulation, and more. Let's take Twitter for an example. Does its share price reflect the value it contributes to society? No, not really. It's more a reflection of the advertising revenues. Yes, these are related to traffic, which is indirectly related to the value people glean from using the platform, but a lot of the traffic is from bots and scammers, so the relationship is tenuous. What if we, the users, could value Twitter? What if Twitter's market value was the sum of the price discovery contributed by those who appreciate the learning connections, community memes, and cute furry animals? Some interesting token projects functioning today are shaped around the idea that market value is decided by users. Imagine that elevated out of the niche to everyday utility. Imagine a realignment of corporate incentives. This has nothing to do with NFTs, the vehicle, but everything to do with this new type of value and a way to reach a consensus price, however variable that price may be. And it has a lot to do with growing awareness that this new type of value is quantifiable. But we're still a long way from that, and NFTs still have a long road ahead of them, with new marketplaces, asset types, services, creativity, and communities yet to emerge and consolidate. I'm looking forward to witnessing the short-term impact on financial markets of this concept, which is likely to come in the form of new types of tradable products. It's fun to look further ahead, though, through the lens of the new cultural language that younger generations are introducing to establish social and financial structures. And it's intriguing to see the shape of what the new era of online connectivity could look like, especially given growing concerns about current vulnerabilities. Even more, it's exciting to realize that the changes are already underway. Whatever you think about the prices paid for digital art with verified authenticity and ownership, however concerned you are, the hype will implode, and no matter the strength of your conviction that this is yet another strong sign that there's too much money sloshing around unmoored markets, remember that noise is not the same as substance. We saw this in 2017. When the noise quiets down, either because we all get tired or because a regulator steps in, the substance will become more apparent. Then, a new type of building can begin. And that's the news. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back with your next news roundup on Tuesday. And just a reminder, the Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice.